This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 572, Spotlight on Avengers Infinity War. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 572. It's our Spotlight on Avengers Infinity War. I'm Adam Chapman, your host, and I'm joined by a serious bevy of co-hosts I have. Corey. Crosstalk. <laughs> Todd. Tacky. No. Tim. We, we have more people here, but Leon's not speaking. Leon's here. Well, we've assembled like the Avengers of our shenanigans people for this podcast. So I hope I hope we're in full force. I hope that the sigh that Sarah gave out, as you said, that was audible because it was awesome. Uh, shenanigans assembled. Next to Paul, we have Tibor and Sarah. Sarah. So this is our, our biggest podcast yet. So thank you everyone for for being part of it. Um, so let's, let's go quickly around the room and just do a bit of uh, kind of lightning thoughts. Corey first, start us off. Uh, it was a pretty epic movie. Okay. Chris. I liked it. I saw it 24 hours ago. I want to see it again. Okay. <laughs> Tim. Saw it twice now and gets better the second time, so, yeah. All right. Real good. It's uh, more serious than I thought it would be, but it's really good. Right. We had to be serious. <laughs> I know. No Ragnarok. <laughs> you know, excellent movie. I uh, saw it again back-to-back last night and tonight. Um... Aces. Okay. T War? Yeah, I don't know. Like that. <laughs> Are you for real? No, no. If you add this, I'm going to kick your ass so hard. No, no, it was good. It was good. It was it was good. I was, I was uh, really pleasantly surprised with the pace, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sir? Yeah, it was good. It was good? Okay. I think the only person I didn't like it was April. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> she's just saying silent she's about not, it. She's not saying anything, so we're going to put all kinds of words in her mouth. She's already disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> she's already disappeared. That's okay. Uh, no, uh, so I guess I'm, I'll start off with as well. Um, it was a very enjoyable movie. It was very fast, considering how long it is. It didn't actually feel its length. There were a couple times where I was like, it's been a while. <laughs> yes, yes. thank you, Sarah. Um, there were a few times where I was like, it's been a while since we've checked on those characters. And that was the only kind of criticism, if you can call it that, is that when you have this many characters, there was times where I was kind of like, where's Spider-Man again? Like, it had been a while since we checked in, but... That's not a fault of anything. That's just when you bring this many characters together, not everyone can be in every scene of every, mo- of every you know, frame of the movie, and that's fine. They weren't even on the same planets. Weren't even on the same planet. Uh, so how do we how do we want to kind of tackle how we're going to kind of break this down or talk about this? And we're not going to repeat what happened in the movie. There's a lot that happened here. Uh, do we want to kind of go by you know, which character you were kind of connecting most with in the movie or that you kind of enjoyed their arc or their story? <clears throat> Corey? Um, I like Thor's arc. After Ragnarok and seeing it, seeing him kind of recover from everything that happened, mm-hmm. that was very uh, interesting to me. Uh, All right, Chris. I don't know. No, did I don't. You, I don't know where to start. Did you fall asleep? So no, I didn't. Okay, no. they kept your. Attention. I wasn't even close to falling asleep. Like <laughs> that's pretty big. There was no nudges, no nothing. I was, I was into it. <clears throat> okay, um, but as far as care, I, I don't even know. To be honest with you, there was. Um, I like Doctor Strange a little bit more in this one than I did in his movie. Okay. Because I don't think I was a huge fan of his movie. No. It wasn't bad, but... He had more people to play off of. Yeah. And there was just... I don't know. There was just a lot going on. I liked good. him uh, butting heads with Tony. Stark. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But I yeah, think... Two egos colliding. But I, I yeah. clearly think he's the key to this whole... Mm-hmm. This whole thing and the way the movie ended. Okay. Everything lies with what he did. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he saw the one result. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? True. And he and he was very adamant at the beginning that he would not, um, he would not give up. He would not give up. He wouldn't save anybody to 
to yeah, he wouldn't save anybody if it came it. down to the stone. And he totally contradicted himself. So I think that is going to be the. He didn't say that before he saw the visions of the future. Yeah, but I still think it's yeah, yeah. Todd, uh, I'm gonna like talk. I went to the premiere last night, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted curious. Better. Yeah, <laughs> tacky Todd. He said like, more time for it to settle in. Yeah, no, but I'm curious. Like, how was your audience? Because like we had people crying. We had people like when Stark uh, Iron Man died, people were crying. I was like. I had to well, ask. Sad, him. didn't die. Well, no, no, they thought he died. Yes. Yeah. And then he didn't die, so they were happy. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we had clapping when yes. Thor came down. Yeah. Everybody yeah, we had erupted too, and yeah. clapping. So it was. We had like a giant gasp behind us, and I thought it was Adam. Yeah. But it was slightly more feminine. So slightly. <laughs> 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 <Just> slightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we had cosplay. A lot of cosplay. Like, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't notice that. Tiny of fists out and oh, yeah. uh, Captain America's, and yeah, it was pretty. Pretty. I don't know. Like I'd never experienced that before, but I thought it kind of made the atmosphere pretty awesome. Yeah, we didn't have cosplay at the show we went to yesterday, but we did have a really good crowd that were really into it. They cheered when it started. They were whooping and hollering at various points in the movie. Laughed at all the all the jokes. Nothing fell flat. So we had a really good, better crowd last night than tonight. More mm-hmm. lively. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a, like not the loudest crowd, but. <coughs> So I still managed to get the guy talking about it. So. It always happens at this theater. I don't know why, but it always. But anyway, they, it was like not horrible. At least they were talking mostly through the actual parts. Mm-hmm. It was only at the end when it was quiet, and I was like, "All right, guys, time to shut up." Right. But, Tim, uh, character. Uh, character. I'd probably have to go with Thor as well. I don't mm-hmm. know. Seemed to kind of have played a big part in it. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the theater, I think tonight's was better. Everybody was on the edge of their seats in ours yesterday, but not like cheering or really the way this crowd seemed yeah. to be. So, yeah, <clears throat> kind of added to the environment in that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And just, I don't know, like watching it second time over, obviously, you notice more, see more. So, yeah, a lot more enjoyable. And mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> Leon. Um, I really like Thanos' character in this. I feel like he was the main character, mm-hmm. with Thor mostly the next main character, and the rest were just ancillary, but... Yeah, well, that's very true. Thanos' arc was really good. Paul? Yeah, it's, it really is Thanos' movie. I can't disagree with that at all. Um, I'm with Chris a bit, too, with Doctor Strange. I thought he was really awesome in this movie. My only torn feeling on that, though, is that... Where where did where does where does his origin fit within the whole timeline? Because his level of badassery seems really quickly for when he just started being the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. So considering like, he he almost took down Thanos himself yeah. based on some of the like he, and we got to see a lot of his uh, vintage maneuvers that you see in the comics, yeah. which was really awesome. Yeah, the um, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It's kind of interesting that he like he doesn't declare his no, things, no his incantations, right? Yeah. So I uh, mean that's one thing that's kind of weirdly missing for Doctor Strange, but. Um, but again with Leon as well uh, this was this whole movie was driven by Thanos right it was it was like okay I'm getting stones and go try and stop me right mm-hmm. and that was that was it kind of going you know doing his paces everything had a very clear mission there's no weird stupid plot twist that messed it up it was very clear mm-hmm. start to finish and there must be old footage of this somewhere on one of the old podcasts. I predicted this, that he would assemble the gauntlet at the end, leave the Earth in ruin, mm-hmm. and walk away and leave the, the Avengers hanging. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very pleased that that's where we kind of left a sweet cliffhanger and leave us salivating for more uh, a year from now. Uh, just before T-Bird jumps in, it's interesting that they, in all the press leading up to the movie, they were like, 
you know, it's not called part one, it's its own standalone film, and I'm like, I mean, come on. I mean, it's a giant part one. Like, you can't end the movie like that and not be like, this is half of a, you know, a grander whole. Uh, so it's just interesting that they were so adamant about that before the movie came out, and then when you look at it, you're like, no. They threw lots well, of direction, even, actually. But, but right at the end of the credits, they said Thanos will return. So there's going to yeah. be... Well, obviously. There's going to be a sequel. I, I don't know if, like, there'll be Avengers 4, I guess, might be a bit more. They filmed them back-to-back with each other. Oh, so yeah, okay. They knew yeah. what they were doing. It's happening. And they can't release the name for number four, because it will give away spoiler. the spoiler. They said the that, but they haven't released it still yet. No. So oh. they're still, they, well, they've also it. said that it's overblown, that... You know, the, the idea that it's being this giant mystery, Kevin Feige's been like, well, it's a little overblown. It's not quite as you know huge a secret as, you know, the directors of this film definitely made it out to be that if we tell you, it'll make you go, like, be all worried. And yeah, like, but it's all nerd rage. Yeah. Yeah. Blow up the internet Says nonsense, the right? It's all nerd rage. <laughs> all right. But it is. A lot of it's driven by it. But it also misdirection this. Like, there, there are parts in the trailers where you see them in Wakanda charging... The, the minions and like Hulk is there as Hulk but mm. he never re-Hulks back in this movie oh, in the trailer it was Hulk right yeah, yeah that's oh, true yeah, yeah they, threw, they threw some they, yeah. shade out there yeah. so they threw some stuff out there that, kinda, yeah, that was the big slow moment the right yeah. in the trailer well in the trailer they CGI'd up, uh, all the diamond stuff for two for the yeah. Wakanda battle a bunch of times yeah. Yeah. plus I mean even on the earliest footage that was ever released at what was it Comic Con last year for the movie they had changed it so it didn't look like uh, Thor had lost an eye yeah, because yes. uh, uh, Ragnarok came back, yeah. so that would have been a big spoiler. So they're not against, you know, digitally altering to keep their surprises. Exactly, it's good. It's good. Tibor? Yeah, I was about to say before you said it, the, the part one thing, because yeah. it really is. It's part one. Like, yeah. is this title just going to be part two? Because that would be awesome if it is. It was originally supposed to be, right? That was the original one. Well, I, I think that that would be awesome if they just went and called it Infinity War Part Two. Because <laughs> I think that'd be, just to, just to be like, fuck you guys, it's not really that important. But Part Two, yeah. But yeah, um, so we're picking characters, or is, uh, I don't know. Like it's hard to pick a character, right? Like there's so, everybody's there. Um, but yeah, Thor definitely has a huge like arc, which uh, I didn't expect him to be as as a big a character as he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck, is he ever powerful? Eh? Yeah. So I think I gotta go with Thor. I was actually surprised at Spider, like how much time Spider-Man got to. Mm-hmm. More or less than you expected. More. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, had, I actually didn't watch the new Spider-Man. No. So <gasps> I hadn't seen it yet. It's a decent film. <laughs> It's enjoyable, very enjoyable. I think if you really break it down, like really hard, it's fairly equal. Yeah, yeah, the I board. Mm-hmm. They didn't really, okay, well, you're Downey Jr., we gotta give you all the screen time and stuff like that. That was one big people's biggest fears, right? All these egos and all these different actors and who's gonna want what. And the balance in this is ridiculous mm-hmm. how good they did it. Yeah, I don't think they gave it so much to one character in particular exactly. as much as the group. They gave the groups, like when they when everybody broke up and like Guardians of the Galaxy with uh, Tony and. Um, and, and you know you know how they have it all broken down. but I, I feel like yeah like each group got its own equal amount of mm-hmm. time Sarah um I don't know I had a hard time with actually all the characters okay. and I don't know if it's because I've missed some of the movies in between but okay. like I just it's just gonna sound stupid but for me the fact that they all look different really bothers me like okay. I hate that like Captain America has like a beard and like long shaggy hair and I hate that What's her name has like blonde hair instead of red hair. I feel it like mm. removes me from the character and makes them like a real person as opposed to like a superhero. Okay. So it kind of like takes away from like being immersed in the movie for me. Interesting. But I didn't watch Doctor Strange because I thought it looked stupid. Um, <laughs> but I actually really liked his character. Yeah. So, yeah. Is interesting. Did you see Black Panther? No, I didn't see yeah, that. So you haven't seen that one either. Or Spider Man. Or Spider Man. 
it's we got some movies to watch, babe. Yeah, uh, it's interesting your comment about the fact that you know they look different. I mean, I I found I like that part because it showed that time had passed. Mm-hmm. That you know, and so if you have watched every movie, there's still a lot of time between. Mm-hmm. You no, know, we haven't seen Cap. You know, since 2016 Civil War. So and then they but they say that too. They yeah, say oh, it's time been two passed, years, right? You know, it's been a rough two years. Mm-hmm. They've been you know kind of on the run doing their own thing, being kind of you know the secret Avengers. Um, so I kind of like that everyone kind of had a look that reflected that. Um, although Black Widow is interesting because basically in every movie her hair is different. Yeah. Yeah. It's never really been consistent. It's always somewhat it's different. Red. Yeah, this is the first time it's really gone different yeah. color. I just feel it. like all of the characters were more <coughs> human mm-hmm. or like more like the, real people than, real selves, than yeah. like superheroes, which was kind of weird for me. Don't so you, don't, you dislike the more humanity, yeah. like making them more real? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Because it, I don't know, it just takes away from, like, it being slightly more theatrical, I suppose. Okay, so. That's an interesting um, thing to say, because the Marvel Comics characters in general have always been different because they're more grounded, mm-hmm. more real, uh, whereas the DC characters were always kind of more gods among men. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas dark. And, and very dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least in the movies. But, yeah, they were always, like, these gods, and were Marvel heroes were always uh, heroes with feet of clay, uh, that they always had problems. Spider-Man's always kind of the best example of that in the Marvel Universe, because, you know, even though he's got all these cool powers, he always said, you know, he's a lot of trouble in his personal life, and mm-hmm. you know, Parker Luck, things never really went well. So it's interesting that your issue with them being too real is mm-hmm. actually usually, for a lot of people, the highlight of the characters. Well, better than most people, so... <laughs> Um, I did really like Thanos' arc. It, he's a very different character from the comic book Thanos, um, and that did take a lot of getting used to. I did enjoy what Brolin did. I thought he brought a lot of pathos to the character, and his voice was actually really affecting. And you could see with the mocap, like he's he's acting in there. Like yeah. it's it's incredibly well done, and uh, so you feel for what he's doing. Again, it def- definitely took me a while to get used to it because I'm used to a very different version of Thanos. Um, and it's interesting too that in in, um, in the original Infinity Gauntlet story, that's that started with what, how this movie ended. This movie ended with everyone disappearing and getting rid of half the population. Mm-hmm. I and, like that ending. And in the original, that's the inciting incident. That's how everyone knows something's wrong. In oh, fact, mm-hmm. yeah. plus okay. plus the big moment with um, the Hulk falling into the Sanctum Sanctorum of Doctor Strange in the comics. That's Silver Surfer, whose character is very much tied in with the everything to do with Thanos usually and so it was interesting that they almost like shot for shot it's the same shot but it's a different character mm-hmm. in place so there's elements and throwbacks to that original story I'm curious what in part two whatever we want to call it Avengers 4 what we're going to see from that story as well because mm-hmm. again the first issue has the ending of this movie so I'm just curious how they go from there mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting too that in this in the Marvel Cinematic Universe we don't have a lot of super powerful kind of magic-y godlike characters we have a couple and we've lost Doctor Strange here and so it's kind of interesting they're kind of pruning out the, the most powerful people who you'd expect to see kind of take the, the big fight to Thanos but I really enjoyed Thanos uh, he had a good arc I actually thought Scarlet Witch had a surprising yeah, amount of uh, development which I didn't <clears throat> expect and Actually, if, when you look back at it, she actually had a lot of development in kind of all of her appearances. Um, and I, I, I bought into her struggle and her... I love seeing her with Vision. It was so... I hated that. Like, everybody had to have that moment where we're like, no, I know that this is going to save the world, but I can't kill my loved one. Like, it seemed very, like, all three of you can't kill someone. Like, I was going to say that. I, like, the love okay, stories like, after that third one, someone that's really important. What she's yeah. saying is that if Chris, you know, came yeah, down, she was, yeah. <laughs> if we could save the world, I love him, but I would kill him. Well, <laughs> even Star-Lord, he, or whatever, yeah. other Peter Quill, like, and, like he would have screwed up super, the whole thing. like, in love. 
Like, oh, well, well no, but Star we Wars. connection, and it's been... Like, they were just close to getting years. the glove off. Okay, also, why True, did no but one he also pulled the trigger arm. on... Hold on. Like, everyone's yeah. trying to rip his glove off. Just cut his arm off. Maybe they can't cut point. off. I also, I also thought it was weird <laughs> that... Like, right? Like, like, seriously, <laughs> you're sitting there struggling forever to get his arm ripped off. Considering your Someone suit can make yeah, swords and do... That would have made more sense, but... When they had him all tied up like that and mm-hmm. kind of like incapacitated, why didn't they just like stab him in the neck? Because they did stab him and then he didn't die. Well, not in the head. Well, like, that they, was. I'm saying they could have just like. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's right. I, I did Sorry. think that the the their kind of the big plan and their it was actually really well choreographed sure. and, and being able to use all the characters in a way that made sense mm-hmm. to actually be able to incapacitate Thanos I actually it was very believable yeah. um, and that actually gave this version of Mantis something to do that was yeah. actually useful yeah. mm-hmm. um, because like, she's not actually I talked to the creator of Mantis and he had said that like, when I asked him what, how he felt about Mantis being in the movies and he's like I really love the character on the screen but it's not Mantis like, yeah. it's this other thing but for what they've made this character to be they actually she was incredibly effective with her very limited screen time mm-hmm. Cool yeah, but I just understand why they didn't kill him when they had him. Yeah, they literally because there's part two. They, yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> true, but you know what I mean. Like, plus, what's his face had seen the the future, right? Yeah, well, and yeah. then supposedly the, he had to give up the stone for it. To, well, that's what he told him. Like, this was that, the that's my only thing though. Is like, obviously, we've seen like so many people die, but they're not dead, right? Like, so. Is death even a, is death even a well, consequence? Because look, if you separate your walk away from the, the the movie universe for a second, you know that Panther has got more movies. Spider Man well, relaunches yeah. the next platform. Yeah. Like his death was was well done and, and powerful. Him 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 fading away and not wanting to die. And it was a, it was a great moment. Mm-hmm. But you go, but you know, he's not dead. That's yeah. the only thing yeah. is well, right. Everybody so that faded away is going to have another movie. If you think about it, Spider Man, Black Panther, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nick Fury, Scarlet Witch, maybe <laughs> Doctor Strange doesn't have a confirmed one, but I mean, yeah. but you look at the people who are left alive as all the originals, mm-hmm. right? All of them. Yeah, yeah. That was the right. Is except it? for except for Fury, all of them are originals. So somebody Cap. Iron Man, Thor. Yeah. Oh, they're the wave one. I don't know Widow, what all them survive. I, the entire time, I really thought Brody. at some point we would see Clint. Like he'd do oh, yeah. something cool. Like, <laughs> Pardon me. But did you like the like? Right. Yes. Yeah. Did, did you throw, like the quick then, little just thing they threw out there when they, somebody asked where he was? Well, and I like, like, oh, they, everything was just hard on his family. I, did, I like that they addressed it, yeah. and the the, the 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 excuse makes sense. But I would have rathered them on some weird little secret mission themselves. Like like Ant Man has is with Hawkeye in the micro universe doing something, trying to figure yeah. something out. Right. Oh, that's right. Because Ant Man will show like, up. Either, I'm okay right? with Ant Man not being there. It's just something. About I thought Ant Man was going to be in it because I think Ant Man's my favorite. Yeah. 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 Well, Hawkeye's had a rough go with the Avengers movies. Let's face it, right? Yeah, they shafted sure in the first one. They <laughs> overcompensated in the second yes, one, they did. right? And they wrote around in the third one. So, it's like, was Renner not available for this, or do we know why he wasn't in the movie? I don't know. Like, I maybe don't know. is he in part two? He definitely is in part two. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, but I mean, maybe that's why they kind of saved. Maybe him, there was so too many. They just couldn't yeah. have that. Well, many. it's true. There was a lot of characters to deal them, with. But you yeah. could have had them do something on the side or give them a better just reason. Pop out for two oh, seconds. they they but deal and they're just their families, which is fine. But when they like, I really thought like he's gonna do something cool like he's he's, he's gonna be there when I least expect it because I mean everyone's been asking where's Hawkeye yeah. because in, 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 everyone well and on the well, in the, 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 the theoretical everyone but theoretical everyone was well, a lot of like, fan, fans and nerds were mm-hmm. asking where's Hawkeye because when they first did you know a series of covers what, a year and a half ago like he was on the covers with everyone else yeah. and then ever since nothing and everyone was like 
well, is there nothing or is there something, but we're just not seeing it. And it was a little disappointed that there was nothing for him to do. I'm, I'm actually kind of curious how many edits of this movie yeah. exist. How long was the movie like, before they edited it? Well, and not even that, but just like how many, like, it's a complex film. And like, I'll give it, like, I was really impressed with the pacing, like not mm-hmm. being super quick and like just choppy. And like, yeah. they gave everything time to build, which was nice. Like, yeah. people I, got their... And, and even the lull, even the lulls yeah. weren't over, like... No, it was like it had a, it had a great yeah. pace, like which uh, like yeah. you don't expect from these movies anymore, right? If, like if I had to excise anything, I think it would be the detour with the dwarves or with the dwarf, I guess. Yeah, to cut it, that down like, a little. It, obviously, like they needed to get giant something to power them up, and, and yeah, giant Peter English. <laughs> but I mean, but it just felt like this thing that maybe didn't need to be there. Like it def- definitely did felt more like a diversion, but. Uh, Obviously, they did have a purpose. They wanted to get in the weapon, but it felt like we spent a little bit too much time. Yeah, I, 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 that's, that's fair. the only thing where I might have cut that down. Everything else, I think, was given proper time, and there's so much that, as you said before, this is really well balanced and put together. That was the one thing where I'm like, does this need to be happening? And it bothered the hell out of me that they didn't just call it what they actually had been called. Which it's, was it Yalborn, or how do you pronounce it? Yalborn? Yeah, whatever it's called. I mean, my <laughs> point is. Name, wait, whoa, you yeah. don't know I something? I don't know pronunciation. <laughs> Oh my good lord! But that's so weird. Uh, uh, Jay's in that name. So he's yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, so he's got an axe in the comics, and is it Groot's hand? Or, no, or no, it is not. No. He's made the hand it, it's it's an enchanted. Okay, axe but Starbreaker still exists, and it's molded more off the ultimate hammer than it is anything else. What's Starbreaker? What, oh, this this weapon? Yeah. Mm, I I this is more the like Gelborn than than. Uh, no, it's the ultimate hammer. This doesn't look like the ultimate hammer. Yes, it is. Yeah. It axe on one side, hammer on the other. It's that's true. Actually, yeah, it was yeah. It's it was half and half, yeah. Right? Uh, I, I didn't think that... Well, it, to me, it, looked, it ran more of just the axe than... I guess you're right. No, it, it, had the, there, but it had the hammer on the other side. To be truly ultimate, it would have to be bigger. It would have to be more of a hammer oh, on the other side. It's huge. The thing it's was enough. pretty big. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm up. And it wants a bigger hammer. I want it, I want it to be bigger, obviously. Look, Apparently look, Thor is wielding a small hammer. It was held by a man, not a dude. All right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice call. That was nice call, Star-Lord man. versus... Uh, that was Thor awesome. stuff was hilarious. Loved it. Well, I liked all the humor in the Guardians of the Galaxy starship. Even when Drax was just eating quietly and busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invisible. Drax nailed it every time. Yeah, yeah he still... It's a, Batista's got it. Like, yeah. Uh, it just it bothered me that the weapon was called Stormbreaker. It just that's not Stormbreaker. Like, call, just call it anything else. Call it something that actually is more like, just not Stormbreaker. If you're going to call it Stormbreaker, you love BRB. I would have been fine yeah. if they gave it an enchanted mace and they called it Thunderstrike. Like, I don't care as long as it's what it's like. Oh, fair enough. What was, it, what was it supposed to be? Uh, well, I mean, technically, there isn't a name for this if you if it's supposed to be the ultimate okay. hammer. But if it's just supposed to be his axe, then there are there is a name. Yes, which is I guess. So, could somebody explain how, like, what made it magical or like so powerful? Forged, is it the metal forged with a dying star, dying star, and it's, it's I guess it's still, still a uru, still a uru, same metal or same enchanted, same material that uh, Molnir Molnir was made of, but doesn't have the incantation though that. Odin had given which is only a limitation so I guess anyone can can hold the axe or whatever you want to call it is that going to go around now in the next movie it's like oh yeah they said Ragnarok that the the hammer helps focus his powers like that so that's kind of the more yes that's true I like the axe better than the hammer yeah I have to say like I like that the hammer didn't just come back like in some weird way yeah that's true they they kept it it's gone yeah he just will never have Mjolnir again a lot of people died in this movie eh yeah. yeah, but is death a constant? 
No. Well, we, hey, we know, we know, just in general. Like, we know Gamora's dead. We know Loki's dead. Oh, yes. I'm so glad when she died. Whoa. Harsh. I hate her character so much. Gamora? Yeah, because yeah. I hate that she's supposed to be like, look, I'm this, like, badass chick. I'm, like, rocking with these dudes. And then she's all like, mm, I'm going to cry about everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my sister. Oh, I actually can't even follow through with the promise that I was going to make. Like, it was really, I hated her in the Guardian Galaxy. And I hated her in this movie. You don't like her in any movie, though. I don't. It's just like, I don't. I'm not a fan yeah. of so it's on that, yeah. I actually really like Nebula and how they use Nebula. I love Nebula. Yeah, so I to see what, what, yeah. where yeah. they could go with her. Yeah, in Guardians just, 2, uh, I liked her a lot. She's my favorite character in Guardians 2. Because, I mean, and I feel like that they never intended that up the first one. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe we could do something with this. And she's actually really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Nothing like her combo counterpart. Oh, no. But, so I got a question, though. When yeah. her last scene, mm-hmm. she, who'd she, like, she got in touch with, like, she, she, she got out of the, th- she got out of the, Thing that was holding her, yeah, like killed yeah. that guy, put herself back together, yeah. and radioed somebody. Mantis. Mantis. That's how. That's how. That's why. That's why. That's how they rendezvoused oh, okay. on the planet. Okay. Yeah. And then she showed up, and then what ended up happening to her? It's just, I just she, remember she's there. She was part of the fight. She's, she's there with Stark. It's her and Tony. That's it. But that's. A, but she just disappeared. Like no, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing her. Yeah. Yeah. She was there. Yeah. She came. They fought, and then it was just Tony and her left after everyone vaporized. Oh, I missed that. Maybe I did doze off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the truth comes out. I don't know. <laughs> um, did everyone like the ending with people fading out? And like, yeah. yeah. Like I said, the, the only thing is... Did not like it at all. So who didn't like it? My wife. I okay. didn't like it. What? At all. I, I thought I it was so good. You didn't like that? No. I, I went with my girlfriend's daughter, and she sat beside me and sobbed through that whole scene. Oh, yeah? I just... Uh, I understand if you say, you know, he's got the time gem... So you figure that they're coming back, but it's just it, that was intense and sad. We did like them, like you. So you didn't like hate it, and in terms of like you didn't think it was. I stupid. told Paul I wasn't watching it again tonight, and then <laughs> I stayed. But okay, um, up until that second, it was the best movie of all time. Okay, that brought it down just a little bit. Just because of the sadness. Um. Yeah, it was. It's a little bit much, but I guess okay. that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so good because I felt like I was sitting there waiting for like a pause and then like a like a rewind and then yeah. like and them did, just did. like becoming like like valiant and winning. I was about that's what I was expecting. That's so how the second it, one is going to start. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was great that it actually ended like mm. it's an empire, right? Yeah. It's just the bad yeah. guys win, right? Yeah. And speaking of bad guys so I love the I, and most people won't get this because they don't get comic books but I love the Black Order they really nailed yeah, all of them yeah. right? all of them were awesome yeah. they nailed the look they mm-hmm. right out of the comic books every single last one of them were impressive I like the butler um, type guy I call yeah, him butler <laughs> yeah, okay. Squidward yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Squidward, it, it's yeah. a shame <laughs> that they all died in the movie already like, they're all throwaway villains already like mm-hmm. a couple of them go fine but I would have left a few to survive would have been nice yeah um, but I did love that they really nailed those. Like, you never really you knew a few of their names because only like, I think like, every model. Yeah, that was like, I didn't like. Yeah, they didn't well, You don't know with Proxima Midnight. Like, you know, you, you got to know that they don't know. follow comics. They're like, who are they? Yeah, yeah. Like it, is, I, it is hard though because you have so little real estate. Are you going to have them all saying each other's names to each no, other? I know, yeah, I know. It is a difficult balance. I'm willing to let things slide. I'm not trying to. No, but they they nailed it, and it's nice to have them fight some real villains, not just all these faceless minions. Oh my god, I was waiting yeah. for you to say that. Right? Because you say That's that on every too. movie. Yeah. I hate the faceless villains, all the drones. And yeah, like, yeah. It's great. It's, we still had some drones, though. They were still there. They were still there, in a way. Some right hand. They were there. 
But you had an army of faceless Wakandans to beat them, so that was all fine. Hey, hey, they're not faceless, right? they're people. We see it briefly in the previews, but you don't see it happen in the movie. There's there's a scene, which will probably get you know, deleted scenes or maybe extended cut of the movie, where like this Hulkbuster army that shows up in Wakanda that Banner uses, right? I think mm-hmm. there's something more behind that. Where it's, I think there's a conversation they should be him and Widow maybe catching up a bit and then talking mm-hmm. about, okay, I can't Hulk up, maybe I'll just use this instead to fight kind of deal. I think there's like, because it, it's just weird for him to suddenly have this all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, I can. And where did he get it from exactly? Yeah. yeah. Like, you could easily Probably say, hey, I'm, this, I'm, so. I'm glad we well, grabbed this from the, the compound before we left or something. It's a very easy way to. to, mm-hmm. to cover that but I think it's something that may well, have been lost in the cutting room floor when they're trying to put it all together did they not put it back in space again because it was in space before right the original unit was yes that yeah. got destroyed in the first battle though so then well, yeah that's what I was well, say, Stark, Stark has money and he put it back in space like, yeah, it's no, it was, 2.0 it was probably yeah it is 2.0 but they probably, in space. they probably have spare one in the compound they brought it with them I just, I'm just right, saying he just launched it out of space so he in space well, that's why the first one showed up. So he's got the second one. He's just like, Wakanda, baby, boom. And it shows up. It's that easy. <laughs> How did everyone feel about Spider-Man and his armor? I love that, actually. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't like Spider-Man. Like, okay. I don't like the movies. I I feel like Tobey Maguire, like, ruined it for me. <laughs> but you haven't like, seen the just a sad sack. Yeah, why. I hate him. Oh, my God, it's so terrible. But anyways, <laughs> I really like Homecoming. Watch Homecoming. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah. I really yeah. like this version of okay. yes. Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I think even yeah. better than Andrew exactly Garfield. best. Yeah, did I say no the wrong name? No, 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 no Toby. Yeah, both of them were like really you're, shitty. You were hating Toby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were really bad. Okay. It's actually gotten better. I yeah, think. I guess, maybe. So, so I'm gonna ask this: What are like with all the deaths that occurred and all the fighting? Did they die? What? No, that's not <laughs> what I'm asking. What was your favorite death? Hmm. I like, thought yay, they died, or what's that? Yeah, yay, they died, or the most impactful one that the way they yeah. died. Okay. Like I, um, I would say oh, Gamora, but not yeah. for reasons Sarah would probably say. <laughs> Just because I thought it, that was an effective use of her death, like it meant something to sure. the story. Because a lot of them, like the, the, some of the deaths, didn't really feel like they meant as much. But that one obviously meant a lot to the character, and as a the journey to the Soul Gem was cool. And I kind of liked that that was the choice. And I liked using. It's weird to see Red Skull as like a weird prophet, but um, I liked how yeah, he's was like the, the tears. You know, the, the tears not for that. You know, like, and then he kills her. I thought that was very effective. Sure. It was, and, yeah. and I don't. It was more because I was sad for as weird as it sounds for Thanos than I was for Gamora because I don't <laughs> particularly care about Gamora. But <laughs> it was just seeing. I liked how the movie went to great pains to show their relationship more and actually give it more depth uh, to understand more of their relationship so that it meant more when they finally killed her. Um, and that's, I like that. Yeah, going back and showing Luke Diddy and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that, like, bad wizard guy when they just blew it into space. I yeah, thought that was, I, I yeah, thought I was that was awesome. Say, that was, that was awesome. my, yeah. I and was then just he's like, floating with, like, yeah. music. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> I think that was, like, out of all everything. I was like, Alien that Resurrection. Was, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. Right. This really no, old movie. movie. No, it was I'm the original, the original that, Aliens. That whole, like, Spider-Man making the reference. Oh, this old movie. I'm like, fuck. We get it. You're young. Like I'm just like I, it bothered me the first time because I feel like kids would not say that. They would. They know 
things in pop culture that wouldn't be like, remember that really old movie? Like, fuck no. Like, I think people just know things about certain. But, no, but the movie he refer- is referencing is a really old movie at this point. Yeah, it is. It yes. is. But I yeah. feel like he. I, just, I feel like people know enough in pop culture. Like, if you talk to someone who's fifteen years old, would they preface weird. it? That I don't. Way? I don't. I don't call Gone with the Wind a really old movie. Like, even though it's an old yeah. movie. Yeah, you'd be like, I hey, know, I, know, Gone, I know what you're saying. Remember Gone with the Wind? Not remember this really old movie, Gone with the Wind? Like, fuck. Like, we get it. It's an older movie, but like, there's no need for that. Uh, Corey, death. Uh, I like Loki's death because yeah. I was c- kind of yeah. getting tired of <laughs> seeing him like flip flop all the time, and he did it again. He's like, you know, he was willing to give the Tesseract to uh, Thanos to kill his brother, but then flip back, and I just that drama's gone. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> although I did like when he was like, "We have a Hulk," and it was yeah. a nice juxtaposition from the first Avengers. Movie, so that was a nice callback. The other thing with Loki, too, is he's been predominantly one of the most favorite and longest-lasting and best-developed villain in the MCU, right? And he's, like, the, the standard. So almost Thanos killing him is, like, almost passing the torch because, mm-hmm. like, Thanos is, like, you know, there's been very few villains that are that, that one-and-done garbage, right? So True. like almost a kind of a, a pass-off to, like, okay, maybe I'm going to be done mm-hmm. with this and here you go. Todd, death? Yeah. Well, I always said it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Tim? Uh, Loki as well. Loki as well. I just feel, yeah, it brought a lot to Thor's story. And, and yeah, just there was purpose and meaning to it. And mm-hmm. You could see Thor's emotion with it. and Yeah. April? Blue share? Um, when uh, Groot dies, the whole audience tonight was like, oh, <laughs> You could hear this collective sigh. So, I mean, that moment's... Mm-hmm. Leon? Oh, I really like Vision, where he just gets the jam ripped out of his head and he turns gray. Yeah. That was fine. Yeah, that yeah, was sad. Paul? Um, despite knowing he's going to be fine, I thought Peters was very powerful. Mm-hmm. Right? Being totally be scared. Oh, because he's in a movie. Next year. Like, Sarah, Sarah was ready to throw down there. Being <laughs> yeah, scared and frightened, because like, you realize like, he's just this kid. He's just started this whole superhero yeah. thing. He's yeah. not... Just because he's in space doesn't mean he's ready. Yeah, for you know, and it really, you know, the humanity in that was really powerful. You mean his line of what was it? I can't be, go. can't be the neighborhood. The, can't be the, the neighborhood, neighborhood, yeah, neighborhood thing with the, if there's no neighborhood, yeah. Tony. The only thing about having the armor here in the and having it in these all these action sequences is that you don't really get to experience his awe at being able to use his new suit like it's just kind of glossed over like mm-hmm. he's a cool new suit he's got the arms like he's doing all this cool stuff but because there's so much going on, else going on yeah. you don't really get to dig into you're a kid you're like 15 years old you already have a cool high tech suit and have an even more high tech suit that's just like Iron Man's well that's a couple cool. of times he was like whoa yeah. what do these do yeah but there was like, like the odd like I, yeah and it just felt almost like weird ADR like well mm-hmm. we gotta say something but sure. like yeah. you know what I mean like I that because when you have a movie with so much packed in you you have to pick your moments and it's unfortunate but it's just that would have been cool to kind of have more of a sense of the wonder of mm-hmm. what he's going through uh, but I mean they have so much they have to do in yeah. a sense why so they didn't focus on it so I'm not mm-hmm. begrudging them not having that but it's just something it's I would have liked to see <laughs> and clearly this Peter has no regard for his identity <laughs> well, well kind of the superior community Oh, yeah. Well, in the community, no. Well, he's in the club, so it's okay. He's in the club. He got knighted. Yeah, that was cute. That yeah. was kind of funny, yeah. Speaking of suits, uh, Iron Man suit, that where he puts the suit on and suit? the stuff comes in oh, like the back. Like a T-1000 liquid metal? Oh, my God, that was... Yeah. I really like that suit. Yeah, it was That's cool. That's a wicked suit. Hated it. <laughs> really? Oh. Hated it. 
Um, I, I guess my problem with it is like Tibor didn't get to comment on his death. Sorry, Tibor on death. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm, I'm going with uh, Paul. Like I thought Peter Parker's death was the okay. like, even though yeah, we know he's coming you back, fuckers. but it was. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I, like you know, just I love when he's like, I don't want to go. Like, yeah. just yeah. it's really real, and mm-hmm. and you know, like it was a really like you know, it was a simple but like real yeah. death. Like he's the only one who really got to express that emotion because everyone yeah. else was kind of like they go pretty quick, but he has like fast. some mo- time. Yeah, yeah. it felt realistic, I guess, too, right? Yeah, no, that's why I think because it was the if most you real. Fading away, you would be scared. You'd be sure, yeah. freaking out, and you'd or you wanna... watched other people happen to other people, and then yeah. you feel it happening to yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. And even like he's one of it's almost like he wants to make amends too. Like I'm sorry, like you know, like. But it was yeah, it was well acted. Like mm-hmm. it was a, yeah, for sure. a really good scene. But back to the suit now. Or yeah, you no, going I already said I like that Gamora died. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Well, like, besides lo- liking that a character died because you don't like the character, like what other deaths did you did you enjoy, or that that, that did, you, did you think played a part or that you thought was? I don't know. I just liked that she died. Okay. <laughs> um, just going back, it was a to Loki. It yeah. was funny though that Thor was like, I, he, "He's dead again," but he might not be, or I don't know. I think it might be real this time. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't really know if he's actually dead. Like he mm. might come back, but I when Thor was explaining everything that he's been through. Yeah, he's been through <laughs> yeah. some serious. And then they shit. all kind of tried to like Peter Quill. Tried oh, to do the other death. <laughs> what's um, what's his, the the gatekeeper? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was wrong. Oh, I know. Fucking Idris Elba, man. And Donna yeah. and Donna. I was like, oh. So when that all happened, all I could think of was like, is, is Korg still alive? Like, they don't even make, show his body. Mm-hmm. Like, Korg, yeah. The yeah. rock guy. The full Ragnarok, there was a big rock guy who was part oh, of the revolution. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, yeah. That's and Valkyrie. Right. Valkyrie was like a yeah. fan favorite character. And is yeah. she, is she well, alive? Okay. See, there, there's, there's a few things that are said can't count. by Thor that... Do half leave of them some questions? Like, you see, half of them are dead. So maybe some of them escaped the the battle. Maybe Valkyrie protected them. And uh, we don't. Like, I, I, we see right at the end of Ragnarok, the ships there. So we're assuming they were attacked immediately. Yeah. But maybe something happened and some got away. You don't know the result of the battle. Yeah. There's also the debate of so Thor goes on and explains the stones and where they all are. Mm-hmm. Yet. In Ragnarok, when he returns to Asgard and he faces Odin slash Loki, yeah. he goes, "Oh, I went flying around looking for Infinity Stones and I couldn't find any." Why is he Scottish? So, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to do a Star Lord. Okay, okay, okay really, Star Lord, yeah, right? fucking Aussie, mate. Deep voice. Yeah, so, that was great. Deep voice. Um, no, this, this is how I normally sound. Um, yeah, so there was a little bit of continuity disconnect on on that there. There was a bunch of continuity moments where I was like, "There's a few times." There's been a few throughout the universe. People right? started saying stuff where they, they they knew more than they should, but it's because they had to get the information. No, one hundred percent. And so, like, yeah, there's a bunch of those where I'm like, that person shouldn't actually know that, but yeah. you know, it, I'm willing to forgive it because again, when you have this many pieces, if that's the big problem, that's not really a problem at all. Right. There's got nothing left. Like. Asgard is not a place; it's the people. We kill the people. Yeah, and there's half like half the, people. Half the people. Apparently, half the people, right? <laughs> but it's left for the it, poor guy. But it was very jarring to me that like no mention of Valkyrie. Like again, she was like a fan favorite yeah. character after Ragnarok. Like yeah. she was cool, yeah. and and Korg. For fans of the comics, like Korg more than the movie fans, probably. Sure, but like those two characters were prominent in the in those movies and not anywhere to be found and even Meek wasn't found so like are they like I'm guessing that they're out there they're still alive let's hope so I'm really out there somewhere so too this is true or we can save the day yeah revolution maybe so do we want to talk about Spider-Man suit then sorry guys yeah Back to suits. Back to suits. Yeah, no, Spider Man suit. Well, you're about to cool. kind of watch oh, Iron Man suit. Yeah. yeah. So I guess my problem with that is, like, it, it it looks cool, but I guess 
They can it, do it. It took me out a little bit, just uh, a little bit. The idea they can kind of do whatever it wants to do. He has that tech in the comics, but I don't know. I I find it easier to believe on the page than on the screen. And I guess uh, the the armor was so practical as an effect in the first movie, and with each movie they made it more and more of a kind of crazy out there gimmick. Especially in the third one, where the armor felt like it had no consistency. Uh, it was easy to, to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like remember when it, it it attacked Pepper in bed and he like hits it and it just falls apart. Like it just felt like the armor was getting less and less concrete and feeling less like a. I don't know, like a physical prop, and then this felt even more so. Yeah. Like that was just this liquid metal. It's, it's nanotech, right? Yeah, That's what you called it. and it just felt like so different from any of the armors we'd had before. That it's cool, but I, I don't, I don't know if I've really I liked it enough. And the fact that he can just kind of do whatever he wants with it. These things need to have rules. That's why in comics people don't like writing Doctor Strange because magic is, can just kind of do whatever it wants to do. It's very You have to really set out ground rules, otherwise it doesn't work. And I felt like Iron Man has had very consistent ground rules for what his tech can do, and now suddenly he can do kind of anything. Like, when he's flying into space and he has his two legs out and then suddenly the, morphs into the kind of the jet at the bottom... How do his feet work in there? Like, I just, it made me wonder about the mechanics of his body and in the suit uh, more so than I did before because it felt more practical. Um, it's science. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I wouldn't understand because it's science. Maybe. Am I the only one who had that problem? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about it way too yeah, much. <laughs> like, I mean, there are superheroes, Adam. If, if the king of Wakanda has a suit that comes out of his necklace, then yeah. Tony Stark can, can yeah. get the liquid metal. And I, and I feel like he's like, no, Tony didn't know about Wakanda, did he? It was no. Cap no. that brought them there. Yeah. And I, I didn't necessarily love that liquid metal either, but again, I, at least they couched it in weird Wakanda, you know, Wakandan vibranium. That's What's weird about thing. Wakanda? Vibranium from Wakanda. You said weird Wakanda, Wakanda. vibranium. What's wrong? Why, why is Wakanda oh, it's magic weird? ring, right? Okay. Yeah, the magic ring. <laughs> Just get rid of the word Wakanda then. The fact that it has weird vibranium that has its own kind of physical properties, and they immediately established it as being able to do that, so I'm okay with it. But Again, Wakanda does have a lot of technical prowess. Like the, yeah, that well, they're supposed like, to be. Like even here, the fact that you had Shuri kind of making fun of Tony and, and Banner because I'm like, why, why didn't she do this Why didn't she do it this way? We could have done it this way. I'll just say I'm really glad she didn't die because yeah. I, I heard like something about like she might die and I was like well, no fuck no like I want to see her in the second one so yeah. I really like her as a character awesome. she didn't get a lot to do here but it's a dead but she was she was good she was fantastic in Black Panther yeah, yeah. She had yeah. A lot of, I'm yeah. really glad she's still around good vibe to her mm-hmm. um, so how do everyone feel about the post credit sequence Great. I, 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 like. I was surprised it wasn't like as massive. I, I was thinking it was going to be something really huge, and it was really simple. But it was effective. well. They, they always said from the get go there be no Nick Fury in this, and there he is. Yeah, My, right. it's interesting. So when I watched it, and it reminds well, me he of, wasn't in the movie. He was just in the end. Yeah, credit. true. He wasn't in the movie proper. I did like the what's her name was there, Robin. Yeah. Right. yeah. And what it made me think of is that oh, if Robin. you think back, <laughs> if you think back to 2011 when the first Thor movie came out, its post-credit sequence involved the Tesseract, which at that time had not debuted in the in the movies yet. So it was very much one of those post-credit sequences where you're like, like if you were a fan of the comics, you're like, oh shit, it's the Cosmic Cube. It's yeah. going to be in Captain America probably. But at the time, if you were just a you know casual moviegoer, you had no fucking clue what this was. Yeah. And I kind of felt that this was kind of like that. That sure. if you don't know if you don't know about the comics, the the ending means nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Wouldn't it's just, it be nice if like someone you're really close to, when like they turn around and ask you what that is, they don't just <laughs> you off? <laughs> like, wait to the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it would be. So, Adam, what is that? 
So, I mean, so the symbol is uh, a character named Captain Marvel uh, mm-hmm. or Carol Danvers. She has a movie coming out. Isn't that Shazam? No. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, so in the comics, there's a character <laughs> named Captain Marvel who is originally a... Um, uh, an alien race called the Kree, which we've seen before. Uh, Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy was one, was a member of the Kree. So it's this alien race. There was this guy who was embedded on Earth. Um, he became a superhero named Captain Marvel. His actual name was uh, Marvel. Yeah. And uh, eventually, um, this woman Carol Danvers. Oh, original. I know. Right, yeah. This woman he was in love with, um, and it was got zapped with this. I forget what, which beam it was. Some. It's comic books. It's a beam. It's a beam. (laughs) (laughs) It's science. You want to know? This this is a podcast and audio and an audio medium. But uh, when Paul said that, the look in April's face as she faced Tom that you said that was outstanding. Uh, So I enjoyed that. We've got got to see that. Um, So she gets hit with this beam, and she. (laughs) Was it steel? Is it steel? No. It's it's an energy beam. (laughs) Slightly bent. <laughs> she gets hit with an energy beam. She gets transformed and gets these powers. She goes on to have a long career as a character named Miss Marvel, and then eventually they gave her the title Captain Marvel, Thank which God. is what they're using for the uh, for the Miss movies. Marvel. So she's going to be in obviously Avengers Four, but she also is going to have her own movie coming out in March, uh, which is set in the 1990s and is kind of her origin. It's going to have Coulson in it. It's going to have Fury in it. Um, so it's kind of a, a retro story. So it's not really ruining anything mm-hmm. in continuity, but it'll kind of have you understand who it is. Okay. But yeah, it's weird seeing this post-credit sequence because if you don't know what that symbol means yeah. this means nothing yeah. Yeah. I didn't even catch weird, it like yeah weird... but you look at some of the other post-credit scenes you had in a day like you know at the end of Ragnarok where you had like gold bloom pop out of the pod going oh revolution eh? but that was at least tied into the movie right like it wasn't it wasn't out of nowhere no I, it was I, at least I, the characters for the ones the that A entertain me or B lead up to what's, what's coming next was like, it the very first one that he saw the suit and said I'm coming back for you no that was in the movie it was in the movie yeah. It's, 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 the uh, first one is Sam Jackson just showing up. At the end, saying Avengers Initiative, and we've led us all to here today, yeah, yeah. 10 years later. Yeah. yeah. But, like, why, how long has he had that, and why didn't he call her any other time? So, why does yeah. Tony have a flip phone? Well, no, he was given that by Captain America oh, okay. yeah. in oh, some right. He said, if you ever need me, like you can call For me, and so. I'll be there. Fair. He's old school. Yeah. yeah, I did he like Tony. That is, that is Steve Rogers' high tech. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's from he's from the forties. So. I was gonna say yeah. In the forties, they didn't even have oh, cell phones. He's doing good. He's my rotary phone. Yeah. Um, were there any characters that you felt were a little wasted? I mean, again, there's so much compressed that not everyone gets a lot of screen time. Was there anyone you felt was a little wasted or really didn't get their moment in the sun? I kind of felt that way about Black Widow. I mean, she got the fight. We got some fight sequences, but it felt like we didn't really get a sense of who she is or where she is at all. Yeah, that's true. Like, you had that brief moment where she sees Bruce, but that's it. I did like how she teamed up with the other girls. and With a women uh, kick-ass moment. That was really cool, cool. yeah. Um, I feel like Bucky... Did yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Bucky, Bucky got the shorter He got an army on the Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, like they made it kind yeah. of a big deal. Like he gets the new arm, he's there, and then he's the what, white wolf now, and yeah. then that's kind of it. And then he fades. Holds a gun to a raccoon. That was a cool moment. Rabbit, yeah. Rabbit, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, rabbit, yeah. T'Challa did nothing this movie, too. Yeah. You just had his movie, so I'm okay with that. That's fair. You just had That's fair. I was hoping Groot would have done more. No, no, he was supposed to be the millennial in face in the cell phone thing. I was a whole shit on that to be the, yeah. the teenage group. But here's yeah. my arm, and then I disappear. Like, yeah, he had one fight scene. Like, he's he's pretty 
like his scenes when he fights. I, I really enjoyed them in the Guardians, but he only had the one scene where he's stuck. Yeah. This, this isn't Groot, right? This is his offspring. Okay, okay. Well, so it, that's it, what it, I was told. In the comic books, yeah, sorry, in the comic books, no, that wouldn't have been true, but in the movies, yes. It's a, yeah. it, they're saying it's a different entity, it's basically his son. I think that's bullshit and stupid, but because <laughs> in the comic books it's really him. Yeah, in no. the comic books he, he can just regenerate, and that's that makes more sense to me than sure. the, you know just a piece of his body becomes his like, like it's yeah. not even like it was a like something that he like a sapling or anything that he kind of grew out and said yeah. like it's just a another piece of him. One of his acorns didn't fall off, and another group happened. I don't know. It, so. Like it, it just it just bothers me. Like it just felt like an unnecessary thing. Now technically it has never been said in canon. It's only been said by the director. So I mean they could. Choose to do whatever they want in the future, yeah. but technically speaking, James Gunn has said no. It's his offspring. It's not the actual Groot we knew before, which kind of ruins it for a little bit for me because, like, I like the relationship between Rocket and Groot, mm-hmm. and having it be his, you know, his offspring is a little bit weird. Although, I mean, they obviously explored that here, where the fact that everyone has to keep chiding, you know, Groot, and you know, because he's just a millennial now, he's just a teenager, he just keeps playing that video game. Yeah. Where, where exactly did they get it from? Who knows? Star Lord. Star Lord. Mr. Lord. Mr. Lord, yeah. The character who I got really excited mm-hmm. went, was Red Skull. I was yeah. like, oh man, like I can't believe it. And then I was thinking, oh, like Thanos is gonna like recruit him and yeah, he's something. gonna fight Bucky or something. Yeah. But I thought that was did, weird. Like happen. they just like here he is. This well, you know, is so when, 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 he <laughs> when he started talking, I was like, oh man. I know that voice. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, was fuck. It Leaving? But no, you don't. It's not Hugo Weaving. It's the guy from The Walking Dead. Oh. <laughs> so I have a comment for Paul. Hugo Weaving refused when you to saw do that. Skull. So the character. And the way... So who was that from? I haven't watched The Walking oh. Dead, but some guy named Ross. I don't know. Okay. So, Paul. Yes. Uh, when you see Red Skull... <laughs> yes. Didn't the way he spoke and the way he was dressed not feel like what Nick Fury is in the comic books right now? Like... Like the I don't know what he's called, he's like right a floating ghost the unseen or whatever. Yeah, like did it not feel like that? Like what, everything he said, I'm just like, it, it felt like I was I was reading like that comic book version of what the white Nick Fury is now. Yeah, yeah, that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in the comics, in the comics proper, Nick Fury was a white guy. Yeah. David Hasselhoff. But then, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Well, yeah, that's the same drew a likeness <laughs> of a character. Yeah, in no, Bri- no, no, Bri- Bri- universe. In two thousand two, they made a, a comic book that was a reimagining of the Avengers, and it was supposed to be a little bit more realistic and less kind of fantasy. And uh, they, in their artist named Brian Hitch, he drew. Um, Nick Fury to look like Samuel L. Jackson and there's a, an actual moment where the group's all talking about who would play each other in a movie and they're like well who, who would play you? And he's like Samuel L. Jackson obviously and then eventually that hmm. came true yeah. well no apparently he was going to sue them was he gonna for sue them? using his oh, likeness really? oh. and then they were like they worked out a deal with him oh, okay. like, he was like you have to use me for oh, if you ever do it yeah oh. so he lucked into that one apparently because I was just reading an article about that yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Huh. Very cool. Yeah. But yeah, that was just when I saw Red Skull. First of all, awesome that they yeah. had the Red Skull at all. Yeah. They've addressed uh, it, right? Because at been, least they addressed it. Some limbo forever. It felt weird that he, the the role he has now. But I'm like, you know, whatever. It, at least, at least the Red Skull's there. Yeah, roll with it. You know, after oh, what seven years, we finally got to see that character again. So that's cool. And they did a good job replicating. But the, the voice still sounded enough like yeah. moving. 
it well, apparently the person that does it is very good at impersonation, yeah. so that's why nobody really mm-hmm. could tell. Interesting. Um, question more for Paul, but anyone really. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> um, the Soul Gem. Obviously, leading up to the movie, there was a lot of theories about what the Soul Gem was or where it was, whether it was going to be in Wakanda, whether it was going to be you know, something to do with Heimdall because of the color of his eyes and him being able to kind of see everything. Some people um, thought Stark was... Yeah, so there's a lot of speculation about where the Soul Gem was. How did you feel about the reveal of the Soul Gem? And it had nothing to do with any of those theories. Which was the Soul Gem? The Soul Gem was the one where he had to, he, the one he had to kill the Mara for in order to... It's just like floating in like nowhere land? Well, the yeah, the you have to thingy? you have to find the map to get there, yeah. and then you have to be willing to give up the thing you love. And so, like, what was your takeaway on that? Like, how did no, you I'm, I'm glad. I, like, you didn't want it to be like you know the Transformers angle where every possible artifact is on the Earth somewhere, <laughs> right? So um, it makes the universe really small. Yeah, right. So it's good to have a bunch of stuff all spread out, and and you had that. You had you know. The one on Xander and, and the one on Titan. I know not Titan. Uh, sorry, the one on uh, on, on, on where I wish we'd nowhere. seen his assault on Xander. I know. I thought. Yeah. See, I thought that's where the movie would start. Yeah. Right? The Nova Corps the, being yeah. overrun by Thanos and getting that gem, rather than again. Here's another. You have you know Thorgus mentions it offhand. How would he even know it was missing last week when yeah. he really got attacked? And wouldn't yeah. the Guardians have picked that up? Because they have that relationship with, with Xander? Yeah, yeah. unless right? they just yeah. were too far. And yeah, they I think that was position. a thing they would they could have missed saying, you know, it, where we're responding to the stress signal, maybe it was the same thing that attacked Xander, some kind of comment yeah, like that. sure. Um, would have made a bit more sense. The nerd in me would have liked, if they had shown a scene where they attacked Xander, to have them have to jettison the, like, the world button or something like that and then eventually have that lead into a Nova film at some point yeah, where I agree. You know, that's yeah. how a human being gets to be the first kind of Nova no. prime yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, that's they've never shown it in the movies with someone with those abilities. I thought that would have been a cool way of getting it so that someone on Earth could become that uh, and getting it away from Xandar if you're going to destroy Xandar. Xandar gets destroyed. It does happen in the comics a bunch of times. Um, but I, I would have, that's a missed opportunity because, again, 100%. we've seen Xandar. We've yeah. seen the characters on yeah. there. If you kill Glenn Close, that's cool. I mean, not... So that sounds really horrible. <laughs> Glenn Close, but like my point is, you know John C. Riley, you know Glenn Close. You've seen these characters in another movie. It would have meant something, you know, to to have them quickly die. Yeah, it was weird that he already, like had a gem already out of the blue. It would have been nice to have yeah. see him literally yeah. collect each and every one. That being said, continuity wise, it makes sense to start the movie basically where Ragnarok ended. Mm-hmm. I mean, and from a time perspective, you're running out of time. Yeah, like at two hundred yeah. hours, if we collected the first. Oh, for one, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe originally <laughs> that was in there. At some point, right? Yeah, I felt this the scene with the collector. He he didn't look right. Like he looked a little. He didn't quite like. I was actually when they said like it was still Benicio del Toro. I was like, it almost didn't look like him. It like, is. well, it is him. And I checked the credits to make sure. But, <laughs> but I honestly like it didn't quite look right. It was almost like is it someone? It's pretty disheveled, man. What do you want? I don't know. It was kind of a weird scene too because like it didn't really need to be there because he already had the reality stone. But like obviously that was kind of the reveal the of it. Yeah. But it almost felt like it could have gone on. Didn't it need to be as long, considering it was just a fake? Um, like it didn't. Like a, when you really look at it, with the amount of minutes you spend on him threatening someone who's not actually there, yeah, uh, it's kind of a, it's a little too long. I well, wasn't the whole idea to get Gamora. Oh, it was totally. I just feel like from a, an audience member, like watching the movie, that maybe could have been trimmed a little. And I feel like if I was to watch it again, it would stick out to me more because that scene does go on for a, a while, and then it's not a real scene at all because again, it's all. 
kind of well, idea. What do you, what do you think about Quill opposites. actually? <laughs> Sorry, what, April? I think you and I are opposites on everything. Okay. If I like the scene, it means you didn't like it. Uh, I thought that was great because it really showed what the reality gym can oh, do. I like the idea of this. The power. For sure. I like the idea of the scene. I don't have a problem with the scene. I have a problem with the length of the scene. I didn't need to go. I don't think it needed to be as long as it was. Well, we need to add the lovey-dovey, I'm going to kill you. Part, that know. was a little long too, but long. but I did like again that Thanos again he's supremely confident, so he knew that Peter wouldn't do it, and it, when he finally would, Peter did could, pull the well, trigger though. But it took a while, right? It doesn't matter. He still that pulled. That part was way too long. Yeah, it like, was a little long, but again oh I God. liked that because it was Thanos again. He did, he can change whatever he wants. He's got the realm yeah. gem at this point. Like it doesn't matter, and so he already has the upper hand anyway. But like pushing her into the gun, like that that's effective. Like that's you know I mean even if you don't like Gamora, it's still a cool moment. It could be like that. That's how you ratchet up the stakes when someone just pushes someone into into the weapon. That means more. And again, the lovey dovey bullshit that Sarah doesn't like about that it does make it more effective. Mm-hmm. Although as you said, we have a lot of those scenes in the movie. Yeah, it so felt like so much. many of them that were like yeah. super dramatic right yeah. and i hated that like she was all like oh kill me P- peter is it peter i can't remember it's right, peter. Now. Peter. <laughs> right? Like, kill me make sure you kill me and then like her sister is there and like let her die yeah. I, don't I, fucking I, tell him I just agree. let her die it's it's important enough to kill herself but she won't just yeah but i mean i get it obviously all those easy. things had to happen in order for the movie to yeah. continue but so, i was just like this is stupid like so enough like, everybody so of all of all people who did the hand ringing about doing that i like that you know wanda was going to do what had to be done and she did do what had to be done and just too bad it didn't matter because the time zone but that was mm-hmm. a cool moment again I really liked her character arc and I was surprised by how prominent it was and how well acted it was and like you really believed in her struggle and her relationship with Vision mm-hmm. um, and I really liked that and again if you told me when Age of Ultron came out that you know she's going to have a really powerful story in a couple of years I'd be like yeah, I don't think so like I just I don't think we were all like, I remember doing Age of Ultron on the podcast and none of us were really a big fan of hers I, don't I liked her a lot I, she's okay, really so I was totally wrong. I think she's gotten now. Better. You speak up. <laughs> yeah, I think in each appearance she's, she's, she's gotten a lot better. She's gotten a lot better with each appearance. Um, her acting's gotten more solid. She's got a better handle on the accent because the accent. If you did go, she have an accent in this one? I know. I didn't oh, feel like she did. I thought it was. Super I think she lost. Oh no no no! It was still very prominent. Like it was still really? very much there. Yeah. It, it, like it, what? it was yeah, it was super thick in the first Yeah, it was. Place. Well in the, yeah, yeah, in the first one it was way over the top. <laughs> uh, but it makes sense again that like, she's spending time around, you know, people who are, you know, not speaking that way. Yeah, Eventually sure. might start to lose it a little bit. Uh, it's interesting too because like I don't remember from Civil War, was she in the prison at the end? Yes. Yes. Did they yeah. actually show her on the on the I screen? So. Like I, like I, I don't remember actually her being on panel in the prison. I would assume that she was in the prison, but I don't remember actually physically seeing. She is with dampers on and stuff. Like she's yeah, like, yeah. She's okay. On my dog. Yeah. I almost thought it was like a like a dream I had. Like I thought it was there, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was. Um, when she kicks ass on the battlefield, and then the warriors like, "What was she doing up there this whole time?" Yeah. So that was one of those moments that even seeing it twice, I will laugh. It's yeah. a good line. There was a lot of good one-liners in this movie. Oh, and yeah. her progression throughout the three films is, is yeah. interesting as well, as you see her getting uh, not necessarily more powerful, but more comfortable in her power uh, and being able to use it. Because in the first movie, again, she's very new to kind of figuring it out. And even in the second one, you know, she's flinging cars, but in this one, she's flinging, like, giant objects. Um, and it was cool, again, to see her progression. You know, she's became one of my favorite movie Avengers, which, again, I would not have expected from Age of Ultron. Well, and flying with Vision... Mm-hmm. Like able to have yeah. them both airborne. 
and it was nice again like the female characters really held their own and mm-hmm. like she was protecting oh, yeah. Vision and trying to save him yeah he to... was super weak in this movie yeah, yeah what was his deal it's like it's like it's like it's like, it's like, it's like for, for a machine he fell in love and like he lost his balls or something it was so weird to me he was just such a weak from the very beginning he gets stabbed at the beginning it screws him right up Apparently, their blades are like really powerful. He's keeping him clearly. from phasing, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he can phase like through it. So, so, I mean, he was damaged and he was injured the entire movie. Um, sure. And he was dealing with, you know, the, the feeling of the sensation of the gem because no one else actually had the gem in like as part of them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. everyone else who got them stolen, they were in part of another artifact or, mm-hmm. you know, in the Tesseract or, you know, in the uh, Eye of Agamotto or not sure. the Eye, but. Yeah. What is that? Yes. Um, so everything else was inside, but they weren't actually part of someone's body. Whereas it's interesting to see that you know, he could feel what the other gems were doing. So because I didn't watch the Doctor Strange movie, like how come uh, his like his buddy just like never showed it back up? Well, he oh, said his job was to get to to defend the Sanctorum, and that oh, okay. I don't know what. The so thing. I assumed it was where like where place. Hulk crashed into at yeah. the beginning. Um, that's a sanctorum, so that's like their place that they guard. Mm-hmm. It's got like the key, like all that's it's different. Really stuff. It's it's you'd know more about it if you saw the movie. That's all. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's interesting, like with the level of magic. It, 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 once they were finally fighting Thanos, and you had uh, Doctor Strange whipping out stuff like the the bands and everything. Up until then, he was really just doing very basic kind of moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I expected him to do more like the ancient one in Doctor Strange, where really taking advantage of. Of the uh, the atmosphere and and, and making the reality, like the and reality, yeah. yeah, and definitely play with that. And like all that glass like and Thanos, stuff. Right? You would have thought you would have seen more of that. Mm-hmm. And even in the, earlier in the movie, when it's just up against, uh, like, guess they have any Ma, right? Yeah, uh, I would have thought that he would have, you know, kind of deployed more of those tricks, especially because you have him in New York. Like that's the, in Doctor Strange, they did a lot of that, running through New York, having you know buildings moving around and stuff. So I thought that was kind of a missed opportunity to kind of show more of the other things he can do. Um, it was made because he was with like Iron Man and Banner and I guess well like he didn't have to yeah mm-hmm. was there so the last thing the Hulk was in was Ragnarok yes Correct. Mm-hmm. okay is there like he's just like maybe the Hulk is like really sad and doesn't want to be the Hulk anymore like what's happening well he's, he's the afraid Hulk for a long time, time. Hulk was really yeah. scared yeah, yeah. 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 he got his ass kicked I think yeah he got his ass kicked so that was the first time he ever got beat down so yeah, yeah. alright makes yeah. sense I think that has more to do with his not coming out yeah. than anything yeah because he's never been psychologically he was just it was it was it was definitely cool to see Banner like actively trying to bring up the Hulk yeah. and the Hulk resisting. It was Cause, really because I don't think it's ever really even been done in the comics like this. Like so that was kind of a, a cool twist mm-hmm. uh, to have. And again, usually Banner's like, doing everything he can to stop the Hulk, mm-hmm. and this is like begging the Hulk to come out and yeah. just not yeah. working. And that was really cool. And again, it kind of has them play off each other. Like they're you know. Um, I hate to make a DC reference, but uh, in the Flash TV show, there was a character called I Killer. Hate the Flash. Okay. <laughs> Granted, in the Flash TV show, there's a character named Killer Frost, and so there's she's basically it's a good person, but um, she has this metagene that she triggers when she gets like basically kind of like the Hulk, but instead of getting big and green, she becomes uh, has basically ice frozen, okay. and she's frozen. <laughs> but they have this idea in the most recent episode where they're they're actually starting to communicate with each other. They mm-hmm know that sometimes they have to be killer frost to help them on a mission sure. so they'll actually like they're almost like they're writing post-it notes back to each other and so like they're communicating they actually have a relationship even though mm-hmm. they'll never occupy the same screen space sure. but you feel like there's that relationship and that's kind of what they did here is that they found a way to have it that they're almost having an interaction with each other mm-hmm. but it's the same guy yeah. uh, in the comics it's very easy to kind of go into the psyche and show what things look like sure. in movies you can't do that 
uh, like the most common trope in Hulk comics is that you'll have uh, the idea in the mind of them driving a car and whoever is dominant is the one driving and whoever isn't is like chained in the back in the, in the trunk. Okay. You can't do that in a movie. Sure. But this was a good way of being able to show that juxtaposition and what those characters are feeling mm-hmm. uh, and having them basically communicate with each other, even though it's the same guy. Sure. Final thoughts, everybody. Everyone's so quiet. You gave us a whole cross-talking speech before we started this damn thing. <laughs> this is true. I've been playing friggin' golf on my phone. I've been watching it, too. I know, I'm pretty good at it. I've been watching it as well. I'm pretty good. Golf <laughs> I'll take any of you on. Uh, so I guess let's, uh, we can do... Can I just say, yeah. I loved Drax falling in love in first sight with Thor. It was awesome. Man. <laughs> angel man? True. Pirate angel. Pirate angel. You're a guy. He's a man. <laughs> I got super distracted. I mean, I don't like, I don't really fixate on sexual innuendos or anything, but like, I got so distracted when they mentioned that like Thanos's chin looked like balls. <laughs> there was like a serious, like potentially scary moment. I was like, oh my god, that is a wrinkly balls. <laughs> It was so distracting. And again, there's like yeah. pieces well, that took I away from it being it. like a serious moment mm-hmm. that I was like, oh man. Like, that was like the last like Avengers movie where, with the, or was it Avengers? I can't remember where, like, Thor and Loki were supposed to have these ha- sad moments, but there's so much humor in it that it took away. Right, Same yeah. thing, right? Like, every time I looked at Thanos, I was so excited because the first time we saw Thanos, he looked so like soft, and I don't know if it was because he was light purple that I was like, yeah. this guy's not going to be scary. And I actually felt like oh, this is, like, a really good mm-hmm. bad character, and then all I could see after that was weird <laughs> balls on his face. See, you know what? Like, Adam, if you hadn't given us a damn speech and told us not to talk, period, we would have had more ball talk. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Because Adam yeah. you know, literally said... Why don't you guys all shut up during this podcast? <laughs> I want to be the center of attention. Let me talk. I'm going to move the mic closer it's to me, name. too. It's true. It's true. It's <laughs> thinks he's, thinks yeah. he's the host and gets to run the show. So let's do some quick ratings. Uh, do you want to do it at a six? Because it's six. Yeah, yeah, I just don't all right. So, Corey? Uh, I would have to give it a six. Yeah, okay. No reason to just... Chris? Yeah. Like no it. reason. Just just yeah. six. I would say yeah, I'd agree. Okay. Six. Yeah, was six too. Okay. April? Six for sure. Leon? I gotta give a six in the snap. Okay. <laughs> well, we have a nice streak going. Let's see if Paul ruins it. No, no, I'm still. <laughs> no, no, or Tibor. <laughs> Avengers Assemble. I'm just cheating. It was, uh, it, they, they nailed it the, the pacing dealing with a million characters yeah. you know having everyone have their own mission um, you know good luck to do it again in the next one mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah fantastic job what do you got DC nothing it's, yeah. it's great DC's <laughs> got nothing on this six gems yeah yeah no I gotta have to go with six like it, it had a lot to live up to and it, it did a pretty incredible job like mm-hmm. But yeah, fuck. Compared to Justice League, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> not even a comparison. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's night and day. Sure. Justice League is happy. They have some other boxes too. I think five. I'm mean, gonna give it five. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. I no can't soul. Believe. She's no soul. No How are like... we married? <laughs> no naked. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she would kill you. You chose um, this. <laughs> uh, I loved the movie. I thought it was a really good movie. I just was so disconnected through the whole thing because of the character thing, and I and the baby kicking myself out and just. 
Because I because the previews, I was so disappointed that they looked so different. Mm. I think I'm just used to watching like cartoon yeah. TV shows where they never look different. So when they all started looking different, whatever, I felt like it changed their personality, and I just had an immediate disconnect. So that would be the only big okay. negative for me, aside from the fact that Kamara was still. <laughs> but she got. I know that's good. That's a good and it was like for you. graphic, like. It was pretty rough when they, like, panned out and, like, her yeah. green blood was, like, spilling out. That was rough. True. Anyway. Uh, I didn't see the green blood. I would give it a six. I have a follow-up question, though. Is, would you put this at the top of your MCU list? Uh, so everyone liked the movie, everyone loved the movie. Is it your favorite MCU mm. film? I want to go see it again. So I'm going to start with... Actually, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to start with Sarah. I feel like no. But I'm trying to think of what I would choose as my favorite. To be honest, I don't know, but That's I just okay. feel no. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- uh, sorry, Tim. I'm you're going to you're, you're gonna have to ask me after part two, because this is part one. But it's not, it's not a complete fail. Based on its own merits. No, it's a, no uh, based on on its own, no. I need, I need part two to, to let you know. I but I still think Civil, Civil War is still my favorite. You know, I was thinking that, too. So I think I so, yeah. I thinking Civil War. All right, Paul? <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's a tough call because it's definitely up there. It's definitely, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not top three, like it's, it's you know, because you gotta love Winter Soldier, you gotta love uh, Civil War. Um, I love Homecoming a lot too. Um, really good, solid movies all the way around. Uh, but I'll, I'll give it this it is the best Avengers movie thus far. Mm-hmm. I, I remember watching, walking, I out, like of, yes, walking out of the first one and going, my God, that was the best super movie ever yeah. um, at the time. And then I think you're trying to let us down a little bit because they tried to do yeah. too much meddling happened in that one. Mm-hmm. But this one was just, you know, everything yeah, that, you could have wanted. It lived up to all the hype, uh, everything they wanted it to do, and, uh, you know, by okay. far the best movie. Mm-hmm. Liam? I'm going to say it's in the top three for me. Just okay. I'm not sure if it's quite number one just because it's not. What would be number one if not this? I really like Iron Man 1 still. Okay. And Winter Soldier. Those okay. are probably in the top three for me. Yeah. April? It's in the top for sure. I can't think of what I like more, but it's uh, it's uh, amazing. I'd like to go see it third night in a row tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Repeat. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say, like, in the top three at least, um, okay. I'd probably have to go with I don't know. I like the first Avengers. Like you said, it's really good. The second one, eh, but yeah, I don't know. I'd okay. go three. Okay. Todd, um, MCU films. It's really hard, it, just like everybody else. I think what it has is it has a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's great in its little parts and it's well put together. Yeah. But like, now I want to go back and watch some of those other movies and say, mm-hmm. you know, did I like that single story more or did I like this huge battle yeah. of everything all together? Sure. Um, Chris? I, again, like many. I'm, I'm just not sure okay. which one it'd be because I'd say like Guardians 1 and um, Winter Soldier are probably... Yeah, going into this movie are probably my two favorites. Um, it's up there, but again, I'd probably have to sit down and watch, you know, watch a bunch of them again just to make that final call. Okay, but yeah, I'd say top three with um, Guardians and Winter Soldier. Okay, Corey, I would probably, uh, I would say this is the best one because I just watch every single movie in the last few weeks <laughs> <laughs> to get her up to date, but. Um, yeah. Just like I can't, I can't go back and watch it without like knowing 
what's to come and it just brings 10 years worth of stuff to a close and it starts in. So it's not standalone for you. It needs the no, movies, uh, 18 movies? Yeah, there's not too much standalone to me. I'm always looking for those connections. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy that when movies connect to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole thing, this whole 10-year run is the most impressive thing like ever like yeah. especially like in the world of, of nerding you know like if you would have told me 10 years ago this was going to yeah. happen you know yeah. at, at this level of success like how many like duds have there really been yeah incredible because it does a bad rap people don't like the dark world for whatever reason but like overall as a whole like there's no misses here I'll, I'll be honest like when this stuff started like i was not into this stuff at all like period. Mm. So if we if, if I had a podcast in 2008 and somehow we met and I was like, hey, dude, this podcast would be like, who are you? Fuck no. Yeah, I've been like, <laughs> no, because I remember when Iron Man came out, I was like, and Matt, who's not here tonight, he was at the movie but didn't come to podcast. He's got his beekeeping class in the morning, but um, <laughs> okay. no, it's true. He's, he's started. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Good for him. Um, we need more bees. I remember he was like, yeah, let's go right. see this. This looks awesome, and I was like, no, well, have fun. Like. <laughs> And I and again, I think Iron Man two came out. He's like, "Oh, did you see Iron Man one?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Let's go see this." I'm like, "Okay." And I fell asleep. <laughs> and that's and that's how that whole thing started. It was a decade of sleeping. So I just no, I just I wasn't into it at first, and now I just I really enjoy it. So now you almost get which was the movie that got you in? Which one did you like? I'd say Captain America, the first yeah, one. The first one, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah I think, think that was the one that really I was like, okay, man, like, and and to be honest, I. You know, we started dating. I met you, and I, we started doing this stuff. And I think that's more what mm. got me into it because I don't think I really start, paid attention to this stuff before that. Mm. Like it wasn't. You know, I really thought Iron Man or Cap would have gone into it, but they both survived. I was so sure that, that I thought Captain was toast I, going I into sure it. Cap, yeah, Chris Evans was toast. I was, I was I, so sure because like he's done like this is he's done his yeah. movies now, right? Yeah, because the lead yeah. up was like he's not he's not sure if he's going to be in anymore. What's going on? Yeah, oh, his I, contract's up, but he's not like yeah. he's, not, he's undecided. Right? Right? Even yeah. in the trailers, they show a couple things where they, yeah. they, they, they well, when he's not, when he's holding him with the gauntlet, yeah. right? Like that, that that was like oh maybe that is the end. But mm-hmm. well, there's still the next movie though. Yeah, well there is. I think the next movie we're gonna see that yeah well we'll see what actually ends up happening yeah it'll be interesting yeah but a next movie is still one movie past what his deal is right because he had a six movie deal right Chris Evans yeah and like that was the whole thing that's why I thought for sure he was not making it out of this movie true did you give us your opinion I did not give anyone my opinion before you you give your opinion I just had one more question for you and Paul well maybe uh, Leon Leon as well Uh, so some of the guys were saying last night that they don't believe everybody died, okay. but there's actually a parallel or an alternate universe, and they're separate from one another right now. And is there any arc or comic book? You could believe that? that they're in a pocket universe or an alternate reality, or or if Strange has something to do with this, then there's some. That's, I, I, I think thing, it all right? comes down to Strange. There's, yeah, there, there's there's a he's, done he's the key. Yeah, he's yeah. key. He has done. He's yeah. done something. Yeah, that has caused this to be the, the way this is. There's a lot of speculation because set photos came out from Avengers Four that definitely made it look like people were wearing their costumes from the first Avengers movie during the Battle of New York, yeah. but characters that were there that shouldn't have been there. Oh, really? So people are wondering what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's speculation that it might have something to do with the technology that they showed in Civil War at the beginning where Tony was able to use the tech to simulate his his brain to have memories kind of come alive just so he could see things. Um, So there's a lot of speculation that probably is part of what fuels that. This idea that because we know that we're seeing, we are going to see some things in the next movie which maybe don't make sense in the timeline. So either it's 
this technology, or maybe it's a parallel dimension. So I think that's part of what is fueling some of that speculation. So a wide open door. Yeah. And we have to realize, too, when he snapped his fingers, the gauntlet's all, f- all so fried up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. so that, that, that whole thing of cat, yeah, like... That bugged me. Why? Uh, it's it a lot of power. It, one thing. Yeah, but it happened to Cap when he tried to wield it in. Uh, yes, it happened and, like, once. The they tried to hold on to like one stone. All yeah, no, of, like, it did happen once in the comics, kind of uh, in a very particular moment. Um, I just I didn't buy it, it but even then that was cooler because it, it it destroyed the stones themselves except for the time stone which was lost in the comics, and that was kind of a cool concept because you go with these gems that cannot be destroyed and suddenly they are. Oh shit! That it was more to set up the threat of the incursions in the comics as opposed to anything else. Um, I don't know if I would like the idea that it kind of uses up that energy by doing what really it's all meant to do. Like, it's meant to be able to harness these primal forces. I don't like the idea that it could ever be extinguished or could ever be used up. Um, I find that... Well, and that, we don't you know if the stones are no. useless. Just the, the gauntlet, gauntlet is damaged, right? Because yeah. all that power is coursed through it. Yeah. Right? So now that there's another gauntlet to focus that energy, maybe he won't be as powerful with it. Just put them all... has a fancy bracelet. Put them all on the axe now, because <laughs> the axe uses up like, the rest so, of the metal. had he not got... Or the the soul stone had been destroyed. Like, what effect would that have had on the other five? He's still pretty badass with oh, five stones. He, he's still he been very powerful. Yeah, the finger. Okay. Yeah, he could have killed them instantly. Okay. Well, but that that came up a lot too in the yeah, movie, like three times. where it was like, you know, he snaps his fingers and this happens, right? Like that's how powerful it is. That's what he has to do. Yeah. And then he's also figuring it out, right? Like yeah. he's still yeah. mastering the stones, like. That's but why they he's, knew that could like, happen. He threw a moon at Tony Stark. How <laughs> yes. crazy was that scene? That was right? cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Right? Yeah. Freaking amazing. <laughs> but Tony was excited. He knew his name. He's like, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was kind of um, So I, Adam, I would definitely. It's not my favorite MCU film. I think that's always going to be Winter Soldier. Um, but it's damn high. And but again, it's. Were you disappointed? It was not disappointed. It, it needs the other movies to exist. So as much as it's telling its own story, it's on the backs of you know eighteen movies. Um, They've done such an incredible job building it up for this. for sure. And it's interesting that it is you know a MacGuffin hunt, and so it, its story. I mean, thank God they actually gave Thanos actual characterization and had you understand why he wants to do it. Yeah, he wasn't just a faceless, and he wasn't just faceless. Mm -hmm. But the general premise of you know I'm going to go get the gems and I'm going to you know I'm going to enact my mission or you know my what I believe is my destiny isn't the deepest story. Uh, Whereas again, a movie like Winter Soldier had a story going on. so and I think that's that's what's going to separate them for me. As much as there's great moments here uh, and a lot of cool things happen uh, as an overarching story, and, and I don't know if it really succeeds in the same way. It's still a great movie, uh, very enjoyable, and again, uh, it's it's long, but I never looked at my watch and I never was like, you know, oh my god, I, I hope that this picks up. Like it was just like there was no slow parts. Yeah. No, there was no slow parts. It was just you know, it was a freight train of, of stuff well, happening. There were slow parts, but they were well done. Like, yeah. that, that's why. It, well, they didn't feel slow. Exactly. That's, every yeah. moment felt earned. Yeah. Uh, the moments of characterization where they kind of took a, a moment to really check in on a character or yeah. understand the motivations. Again, it felt like it was an earned moment or a moment that would end up having payoff. So it all felt there was no wasted moment. Yeah. No, and that's why like the pacing was really good. Like it wasn't these like super hard cuts. Like quick, 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 quick. It was no. like there was build up. There was a lot of cool stuff with that. Yeah. The only so, like the I, Star Wars movie. 
<laughs> yeah, well, like a lot of movies now is just like quick cut, quick cut. Like jam as much shit as you can into it. Quick, yeah. quick, quick. More action, more action, more action. Whereas here you had your action sequences, but like it just had a good pace. Like whoever edited, fucking good job. Yeah. One thing, I mean, and I guess they're holding it off for Avengers Four, um, is that again you don't get to see Tony and Steve on the same battlefield. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. and I mean, obviously they had a big split in Civil War, and even here, uh, you know. Tony can almost not bring himself to call him. And well, he doesn't. Well, he starts to, though. He, he does was, get out he, the he phone. He was thinking about it. But he, he's wrestling with it, and it's really it's it's not something he's really ready to really focus on and, and face yet. So I, I kind of thought that would be a, a big moment that they might try and do. But at the same time, I feel like you need, again, you need to leave something for Avengers 4, yeah. and I think that's got to be part of it. He's going to bring back the shield. Like, hey, buddy, yeah. here's the shield. Well, yeah, and I feel like one of the two of them has to die in the next one, and it has to stick. Uh, we'll see and I, I feel like that's the moment of them coming back together and then having them one, one of them die will mean more yeah. uh, whereas if it had happened here it would have been overshadowed by everything else why always assume death though we, like, we know the actors on the back end are done yeah. but why can't they live on a happy life and do yeah, why can't else? they just be off with their family yeah like Hawkeye because, but it has more of an impact on the characters that, and as soon as he did that somebody came after him like he was trying to go off and have his happy life and then Doctor Strange comes and calls him back because like, yeah, Tony can't give it up they're never he's yeah he's like in a drama I did, I did yeah. like that they were like you did this to yourself like you know, they pointed to like yeah, his, right. the chess piece and I thought that was nice because again there's such a disconnect between what happens in Iron Man 3 and the rest of the MCU yeah, uh, that, yeah. That, like, I, I said it when the movie came out like it's it felt like it was its, its own thing and then when you see the character next it's like that didn't happen at all and it just it was, I like that they at least tried to kind of address it and it's weird too because there was movies where Pepper Potts was just not around, and we didn't know if we'd ever get her back. And when we saw her at the end of Homecoming, that was kind of a surprise because we kind of thought that we weren't going to see that character anymore. I mean, all the other female love interests had kind of been shuffled off. I mean, Peggy was killed off, but in a, in a yeah. suitable way uh, that made sense for the character. But then Jane Foster just kind of disappeared, and you get a hot, you know kind of an offhand remark in Ragnarok, but that's it. Uh, even in Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk, you have Betty. And with her weird breathy acting, and then she's never used again. So it's just like these love interests just kind of, they kind of push them to the side, and they don't talk about them anymore. So I like that at least we got more Pepper again. It was kind of nice to see her, although she's pretty pissed at Tony. Um, yeah. So and just want to. Oh, and I still wonder where Sif because. She's somewhere else in the universe, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I want to believe that she's just she was gallivanting around. It was like, okay, oh, you know, bring me home. What's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, like she doesn't know anything's happened. But she's been on Earth a bunch of times for Shield, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just curious, like, where is she? And again, I'm guessing Valkyrie's out there somewhere. I hope so because I love Valkyrie. Like, she was a really enjoyable part of Ragnarok. It'd be sad that if she just kind of got killed off screen and none of us hear her body. Same thing with Cork. I mean, he was like or hate him. He was kind of that fun. You know, um, comic relief and extra comic relief because everyone was comic. Comic, and, yeah. And Ragnarok. Well, let's Thor was comic relief. off with the other half of, uh, of Asgard. Yeah. So, anyways, well, thank you everyone for being part of this podcast and for seeing this movie with us. And um, yeah, I guess the, the next MCU movie is what? Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp, which takes Deadpool? place before this. I'm in for that. Isn't Deadpool? Well, next? that we're not going to be doing one. Uh, uh, that's date night for me and my wife. Okay, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm not trying to call it. It's it's a nice. You know. We may do a date night or crazy idea. Yeah. We could see a non-Marvel movie. What? The day before Ant Man the Wasp comes out, I feel like that's unlikely. They still make those. <laughs> they still make those movies. <laughs> what? Other have, movies? We have babysitters that night. We want to take. You guys advantage. should do a double header. 
Hey, that sounds good. Let's do that. <laughs> you can go to the drive-in. It's a work night, people. Oh, see, bad. you're moving the my movie. Let's 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 play hooky. Let's leave work early. Let's so, just leave the kid at the Now you just put it on the fucking podcast. I, I don't think my boss is listening to this. So I'm okay. <laughs> he, has to get, he has to get through an hour and 22 minutes of this first. Well, whatever. Think, the, it's not happening. You got to let not let you on the internet. You might want to go to the end to see what you said. How many infinity stones? Any credit scene. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Comic Shenanigans. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so this is a quick Comic Shenanigans addendum. So I realized last night, April, that I didn't have a chance to talk about the fact that we talked about the post-credit sequence. We didn't actually talk about the fact that Fury did show up with Maria Hill. But mm-hmm. That was kind of like a... And I, I, my takeaway on it was it felt superfluous in a lot of ways because what is S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh well, yeah, Shield is, is gone. Well, I mean, but there's a TV series about yeah. Shield, which I don't watch anymore, and I don't think a lot of people do. So it just felt very like, what is the status quo of Fury? Because the last time we saw Fury was what Age of Ultron, where he showed up with the magic helicarriers and saved a bunch of people, and we never saw anything else from that. But here, suddenly, he's just driving around with Maria Hill. What? What are they? Anything? How does he even have any like important tech with him? Like it just it felt very like who is this person now? Because he used to be so integral to the Marvel universe, and now he's an afterthought. It doesn't matter. That's very true. What's the movie where he was almost dead? That was Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. And that okay. was before Age of Ultron. Oh, okay, so we really haven't seen him. Yeah, like he was he was killed but not killed in Winter Soldier, and then he was kind of like half retired but not retired in Age of Ultron, and then he came back, talked to them at the farm, and then at the very end showed up with the Helicarriers to help okay. with the evacuation yep. from Sokovia, and that's it. Well, I think it's they're setting him up for him to be a part of the team that. Like, they're going to need it. They've killed off half their people, so they have to get a new half. Like, they yeah. need to add to that half. True. Not but, more than half. I think if you look at the hero, does he even have half, anything two to bring of to the, them disappear. Does he bring anything to the table? Again, there's a whole, there's a version of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's in the TV show that's on its own, yeah. which is not connected to this, and so now we have him, and it doesn't matter. Well, you have to assume he's been doing something for these couple of years. I guess. Like, he didn't sit around, he didn't go well, off to drink Jamaican rum. He went and did something intelligent. I, I do want to believe that that's what Nick Fury did, is that he went and... Now he's having Jamaican rum. Paul, we were having a quick addendum to the podcast, and I realized that I never uh, mentioned the fact that it was weird in some ways to suddenly see Fury again, who's, there's no shield, there's nothing, so what is he even, does he matter anymore? He's the man on the wall. He's the man, oh fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's a good way to end this addendum. (laughs) Thank you, Paul, for that. (laughs) You wanted something, I'll give you something.